0: Let's open our Bibles, please, to Isaiah chapter 26. We're going to begin reading in verse 1, and we'll read responsively through verse 7. Isaiah 26, verse 1. Shall we stand, please, for the reading of God's Word? Isaiah 26 and verse 1. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates, that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. For he bringeth down them that dwell on high, the lofty city. He layeth it low, he layeth it low, even to the ground, he bringeth it even to the dust. The foot shall tread it down, even the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness. Thou most upright dost weigh the path of the just. And if you look back at uh, verse 3, this is a well-known verse. I want to look at something, uh, point something out. It says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. And uh, this morning I'm going to speak to you on this subject, perfect peace. Is it possible? Yes. What does that mean? We will explain it. And uh, let's pray uh, before we begin. Our Father, we thank Thee for uh, the opportunity to preach the Word, to sit under it. We pray that You'd use this time to uh, make us more like Christ, that we realize that these are troublous, perilous times in which we live. But You said, My peace give I unto Thee, not as the world giveth, give I and to thee that we could learn this principle to have peace in the midst of the storm and perfect peace help us to listen to know what that means and how to attain it we yield your spirit that he would uh, do all the work and we ask these things in jesus name amen and you may be seated as I mentioned these are very troublous times we live in perilous times more than ever and there's so much information coming in to your senses that we need to realize more than ever stewardship so stewardship basically is management we need to manage what is coming in at us from all different directions what we see what we hear what we feel what we experience, uh, the news, the fake news, all these different things that are besetting us in the last days. So if you think about this, it's almost like a, a computer, you have a choice to download it or not. You have a choice. And you can decide what you subject yourself to, first of all, And then if it's beyond your control and it comes in, should you stay with it? How should you react to that? So you can filter these things by, first of all, don't subject yourself to it. We say it all the time. That's what biblical separation is all about. Stay away from the world and the world's crowd, the world's system. But then secondly, according to this uh, text, you can only think about one thing at a time so you can have perfect peace even though there's trouble all around you you may get bad news through wise stewardship you can have perfect peace now in the context here israel had backslid now they're returning back to the lord and his will the first thing that always happens is you'll get a new song in your heart always you'll start singing and uh, that's what it says here in verse one next thing it says the gates will be opened only to the true people of God to enter into the Jerusalem the city of peace and then he says they will have perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee and trust is the key you have to trust in him focus on him and then and only then Can you have perfect peace? So this is very important because I always say, and I see this often, curiosity killed the cat. I could have called, I probably should have entitled this sermon, curiosity kills the cat. They're too curious. They don't want to miss out on something. When the Bible tells us we're to be simple concerning evil. There're certain things you should block out, stay away from. People, places, things, information in your life. And if if you think you need to know this or that and you connect to it and you're always looking, you know, we have a kitten right now. If you even crack a door, it's it's trying to get through. It wants to know what's on the other side. Very very curious. And so You need to put up these uh, barriers, so to speak, for your own sanity's sake, but also so that you can learn what it means to have perfect peace. So this word, perfect, is very interesting. It means complete or to make an end through a process. So this does not mean before we go to heaven, you'll be in a a, a total state of peace, you'll never be troubled again, you'll never be stressed out again, you'll never have what we call anxiety ever again. Now, you can reach higher levels of that, but this is an ongoing process to where you receive information, you decide whether to dwell on that information, and then you turn it over to the Lord and you you put your mind state upon him and then you trust in him and then you have perfect peace now this is going to go on and on and on relationships your job your coworkers, the weather the government politics uh, your health reports re- results of tests all these different things you're going to receive different information. And then as you receive that information, you must decide through wisdom what to stay upon, what to dwell upon. And we say it all the time, you can only think about one thing at a time. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And when you cast your care upon him for he cares for you, you can have this process and reach the conclusion of perfect Peace. This is the same word where Peter said, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be on your way to perfection. It's not just a goal, it's a reality, but it's a reality of a process of chronological uh, and order of events. So there's two types of people, those who have great peace and those who are very troubled those who have the victory by trusting in God and those who are defeated by all this information that robs their peace because they dwell on it, they didn't manage themselves wisely. Why is it that the average quote-unquote Christian has very little peace? They're struggling They never get the victory. They seem to never understand the power of the resurrected life. When Jesus said, my peace give I unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. So peace is a state of mind and a condition of the heart. Your heart ought to be like a calm, mirrored body of water, not troubled. The word troubled means the waves roll because the winds blow and stir it up. And these things are a result of the spirit world, emotions, which then dictate our thoughts And then we have a choice to make. Will we dwell on these emotions that certain stimuli brought in? Or will we put our trust in Him and keep our mind stayed upon Him? So this is is an ongoing process. So you have things of the Spirit. And the Spirit is wind, and it's invisible. As Brother James just read in John 3, we wish not how the wind comes, or where it goes, or how it blows. It's an invisible, it's spiritual. But it's a breath from God, and it has an intelligence to it. And then you have your consciousness, which when you are awake, aware, Of the world around you, which most people are not even conscious of that. Then next, you have your subconscious, which is the deep, real you. Most people will never become aware of the subconscious because they're not aware enough in the consciousness of the awake world, as we call it. So you have the spirits moving, what you see, what you hear, causes you to feel certain things, and then you have a choice, where will you stay your mind? What will you rest upon? What will you trust in? Will you depend upon uh, what a man said, the media said, what you feel, or the just shall live by faith? So curiosity killed the cat. I need to know what's the latest headlines. I need to get the latest gossip. I need to to stay up with all these current events. And I always say, you ought to be informed, but don't dwell on it. Just know enough to be informed. Don't dwell on it. If you have your mind stayed on Him, perfect peace. Perfect peace, but it's a process so you have to make this decision over and over and over and so when you think about your consciousness first of all this is the awake here and now awareness of our intention, our focus, our ambition our rational evaluations uh... your logic if you will these things which are premeditated you make a choice to do it or that may happen spontaneously as you react to something that happens and it's your volition. You have free will to choose. So, here we are, the assimilation of our surroundings. How do you ascertain information as it applies to you in your awareness? We're all here right now, hopefully. (laughs) See, if some people are here in their body, their mind's not here. Then you have some people here in their body, and their mind's here, but they're really not aware. They don't even realize what's happening around them. And then you have other people who are not here physically, and some of them, their mind is more here than some people here whose body's here. Because they have an awareness to where do you put your intention of your consciousness. So then everything that you bring in everything you've ever heard or learned your education your memory bank everything you've ever memorized your history all these different things that then goes into the deeper subconsciousness which is outside of your awareness for most people so most people are unaware of the true self of the subconscious which was developed by their consciousness. You know, a lot of people are tortured by something that happened to them in the third grade and they don't know it. You know, I deal with people all the time, counseling, I see this all the time. Trauma, they develop coping mechanisms. They never got healed. Uh, They brought the past into the present and it torments them and it will haunt their future. Things like that. They were the oldest child or the youngest or the middle. We all have to deal with these things. Were you a boy or a girl? You know, some families worship only the boy children and they neglect the girls. I hurt for you. Some people baby the girl. It's a little princess and the boy ne- gets neglected. You know how it is. Why? It's very quiet in here. But, so then these things go into the subconsciousness of who and what you really are, which is more than biology, it's spirit, and so then, these become our character and nature without volition, in other words, these are beyond your decision making processes, because it becomes who and what you are, so this and, and you, if you study, this regulates your involuntary bodily functions. You know, you, your heart beats. You don't make it, you don't choose to make your heart beat. Or breathing, though you can use volition to choose how you breathe. These types of things. It stores your emotions, all your memories, your knowledge, your past history. And this is your autonomic nervous system, your fight or flight reflex, to defend yourself and it sounds an alarm if there's impending danger. So some people can't turn that off. They live in fear. They're always afraid. Right? What was that? You know, they're always worried about uh, conspiracy theories. Most of them are not true. Some of them are. I like conspiracy theories. I'm really into it. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh, and uh, But some people can't turn it off. So even though awake, they may think, I have peace. I'm pretty calm right now. But if that is going on in the subconsciousness, that you're looking for danger to protect yourself, you're really not peaceful. You have a strong vibration. The alarm system's going off. And you don't even know how to turn it off. And some people get so accustomed to it It becomes a way of life. And then when other things come in, they don't put those things aside and stay their mind on Him. So then what happens? They don't have perfect peace. We're all going to get bad news. We're all going to be traumatized. We have all been abused in some form or fashion and mistreated in this world. But we have free will To have perfect peace. And to think, I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to dwell on that. And then, uh, what is that? I hear a noise. Are you going to dwell on that noise? Oh, there it went again. There it went again. So you're going to dwell on that. So, the subconsciousness becomes the real you. And if you realize what is the real you, based upon what you've become aware of and assimilated and subjected yourself to in the conscious world, then you can go through this process of perfect peace. So you can ascertain. What was that noise? Why did it quit? Why is it hot in here? These types of things. And then you'll realize, why did I have that dream? Why did I have that fantasy? Why did I have that nightmare? How come I'm troubled? Why do I have insomnia and can't sleep? Why do I have indigestion and can't assimilate nutrients of the food I ingest properly? What is going on? in my life which is evidence biologically with your physical body but it's all a result of the subconsciousness which we develop with the consciousness and we have free will to manage all these things to know what to think about if you should think about it how long you should think about it should you dwell on it or not And then if you get this wisdom to have true faith, to trust in the Lord, it says in two verses here, then you can keep your mind stayed on him so that you can have perfect peace. Now, I want to say this, this doesn't mean you have to be ignorant of current events or block yourself off like a hermit this means you can have perfect peace and you can be educated and informed but don't dwell on it don't live there and this is what we all need because with our free will we can choose what we attach to you know how so many people are attached to the news they're attached to a family incident. They're attached to a bad event that happened in the past. They're attached to the weather. You know, I see this all the time. If you think it's cold, which it's not cold, and if you think this is cold, you need to take a trip up north. This is good weather. This is not cold. This is great weather. But if you in your mind are afraid of the weather and you attach yourself, oh, it's cold. And you get out of the bed in the morning and you're already thinking, it's cold. Then you have robbed yourself of perfect peace because now cold is stealing your peace. So you're all, it's cold. Oh, it's hot. What was that? It's cold. No, you attach to cold. Why? You didn't keep your mind state on him. It's just a, it's mind over matter and you don't matter. You know, that's what they tell you in the Marines, I think. Uh, or I might have got that wrong. But, it's it's just things. It's just thought. It's feeling. It's weather. You know, and, and a lot of times, you know, you need money. You ought to manage your money wisely. But we say the, sa- the saying, It's just money. Is it you? No. Is it your life? Is it your health? It's just money. If you attach to money you'll never have peace. If you attach to your husband or wife thinking they're going to make you happy, you'll never have peace. I'm warning it. Now, I may be going pretty good right now. And it's very quiet in here. And I, I'm not, I'm not I, I love marriage. I have a great marriage. I love my wife. I don't trust my wife to make me happy. She's a human being. You keep your mind stayed on Him. And when anything disappoints you, or any place, or any aspect of life, you face it. Now this didn't go the way I planned. Especially if you're a cowboy fan. This did not go the way I hoped. It's gone. I've left that. I moved on. No, I didn't. I just mentioned it. No, that was a good illustration. You have to let it go you have to move on to the you know we got to move on keep my mind stayed on him so what does the Bible say we have the mind of Christ right. the mind of Christ let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus 1 Corinthians two sixteen and Philippians 2 5 so there are certain truths and things which we have subjected just life itself everything you've ever heard Everything you've ever seen, everything you've ever felt, this becomes your con- that you accepted this by your consciousness. Now you could say you could get invited somewhere and say I'm not coming. With your consciousness, I'm not coming. You didn't subject yourself to that place or time. But everywhere that you have now sinks, if you will, into the mysterious spiritual real you that we can't blame on anybody but ourselves because we allow this to happen because of our own conscious decisions. And now you have a decision to make. What will you stay upon? Amen. So 2 Timothy 1.7, we quote it all the time. I think I already did. God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love, and of a what? Sound mind. This is your mind. We live in a world where people can't handle the basics of everyday life. They, they, they've got to have a pill. They're addicts. America is a bunch of drug dealing and drug addicts. And it's accepted. And everybody looks to that. They don't have a sound mind. A sound mind is when you go through the process, you go, okay, that troubled me. I didn't like what I heard. Is Russia going to invade Croatia? What's going to happen? Who's going to capitulate? Is this a powder keg? Is this even real news? What's going on? And then you go, huh, this could blow up into something. I'm not thinking about that. I know it's there. I don't stay upon that. I don't stay... You know, it's very troubling times. Did you know that China makes all the computer chips that operate Toyota vehicles? And they can't even make Tacoma pickups in San Antonio because all the chips are in China and they don't have enough? Doesn't that bother you? Burns me up. What have they done to us? I know all about it, but I don't dwell on it. If I thought about that a lot... So what is going on? This is insanity, what's going on. So you're informed, but you don't dwell on it. So, perfect peace. You know, this is a way of life. Somebody comes up, did you hear about that conspiracy theory? No, let me hear it. Wow, that's a wild one. What if it's true? Probably is. Now I've informed myself, I'm not going to think about it and dwell on it and live for it. You keep your mind stayed on Him. And then what happens? So you went from getting some information, troubled your heart, made you think in your mind, what will I stay upon? Oh, I'm going to have perfect peace. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm going to, I'm going to think about Him. And when you live that way, it's a process of having perfect peace. In the midst of the storm. So how many people attach and stay on the wrong things? They do. You know know the old saying when uh you know we we moved from the hill country, but in the old days they'd cut cedar stays. Everybody know what that is? You know, just a stay. It's just a about a two-inch cedar cedar uh not a post, but it's a sapling. And in between the post and the pipes, they wire up stays. These stays keep the fence erect and taut uh, to keep the livestock in or out. And it stays. It keeps it up. You know, you have to keep your mind stayed on Him. You have to do this by free will. So if 2 Corinthians five seventeen, if any man be in Christ, He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are become new. So, I don't have to be traumatized by the past. I was abused. I was mistreated. Life's unfair. All things have become new. We have the hope of eternal life. So many people, though, they will bring the past into the present to destroy their future. Today is the tomorrow we dreamed of yesterday. Life goes on. His mercies are new every morning. The Bible says we are to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. Ephesians 4:23 famous verse Romans 12 1 and 2 we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind so when you get your mind renewed by the mind of Christ let this mind be in you hide the word in your heart that you might not sin against God what is that that's your subconscious your heart's not your consciousness it's your subconsciousness that you memorize it with your brain your consciousness sinks into your heart, your subconsciousness, now you have the mind of Christ if you don't attach to these other things. These other influences in your life. So, uh, like somebody said, uh, the McCracken said, there's not any, very little things on the shelves in Kentucky. I was shocked by that. Uh, I've we've got a lot of stuff compared to what they're saying. How did that happen in Kentucky? In old Kentucky? In Tennessee? Where the frontier of everything... How's this happening? That bothers me. That really bothers me. When you're starting to think about I have to get stored up for basic things that we used to take for granted that you could just go get. And now you have to think ahead. You know, if you have a... Pump parts or, or electric or something. You can't get it. This is very weird times. Troubling. Whose fault is that? We know who's planning this whole thing. But I don't dwell on it. I'm not sitting at home going, I can't get a 60 amp two pole breaker, which when I tried to go get one the, a while back, they didn't have any. Yeah, I'd like a 60 amp two pole. Or like a 30-amp two-pole breaker. Uh, we can't get those. What do you mean you can't get them? Well, there's just not any. Well, whose fault is that? And the guy told me, and he knew. He said, it's that guy. <laughs> he lives in a certain color house. Very famous. And he says, I, I, he said, I'm never voting for anybody like that again. That's what he told me. It's really amazing. People are waking up, but I don't dwell on it. So I had to go through perfect peace. By the time I walked out of MG, I had got bad information. I looked for something that wasn't even there. Took me a while to be told that it's not there. Reach a conclusion, what is going on? By the time I was in my truck, I had perfect peace. I let it go. Just let it go. So. I want to read you something in conclusion. And this is very important. In Romans chapter 7, this is the spiritual warfare. People talk about spiritual warfare all the time. And I think a lot of times we get a pretty good grasp of it. It's between the devil and God and fallen angels and the Nephilim and the devils and God and the holy elect angels and the true host of heaven. These types of things. But what, what is it for us? So let's look at Romans 7, verse 21. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my what? Mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin... Which is in my members. So there's one law fighting your mind, there's another fighting the lust of the flesh. Then it says, verse 24 Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, look at this with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, The law of sin. So, what got your body here today? Your mind did. Your mind got your body in the house of God. Your mind got your body out of bed on the Lord's day. Your mind got you thinking about the law of God and the will of God on the Lord's day. But there's a law of sin fighting against this flesh. Flesh is lazy, lustful, covetous. All these types of things. Two laws. One's fighting against your mind. One's fighting against your flesh. What's the way to get the victory over the flesh? With your mind, you serve Christ. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Get your head right. You know, when you talk to somebody uh, about a sad situation, they'll say, yeah, they got injured. It's real sad. Or they may say, He's not right in the head. There's something wrong in the way they think. They're not right in the head. And the mind is what? Spiritual. The body is flesh. The mind is spiritual. Comes out of the soul and the subconsciousness. And perfect peace is the goal. Perfect peace is the answer. So, to reiterate and review and we'll be through. You're gonna receive information. The flesh is gonna be tempted, it's gonna be tried, it's subjected to other things in the world. You're gonna go through a process. This happens, made you feel a certain way, made you start thinking about it a certain way, you progress, will you keep thinking about it or will you let it go? Or will you keep your mind stayed on him? And all of this in conclusion is about who do you trust? What do you trust? And it's so important because in the text, it plainly says, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. That's the key. If you keep reading, it talks about Trusting in the Lord. So, do you trust in the news to make you happy? Or the media? Or your family? Or a movie? Some form of entertainment? A hobby? Are you controlled by the weather? Your attitude? If it's hot or cold, wet or dry, whatever. You, you have a decision to make. We're creating the image of God. God. The, the answers to life are much more simple than we want to make it. We want to make it mysterious. Very simple. You have free will. Where will you stay your mind? <laughs> Where will you stay your mind? That's why Psalm 1, you meditate what? Day and night. Day and night. What do you pray? Without ceasing. First Thessalonians, what is it, 517. Pray without ceasing. Your mind stayed on Him. So as you go through, and these things happen, to your body, and it makes you feel things, and it comes up into your mind, you have a choice. That's not worth a second thought. So I'm through, in, in old Oklahoma they'd say, They'd say, did you hear about so-and-so? And And he'd say, I don't pay him, no, never mind. Is that the way they'd say it? That ain't worth the thought. I'm not paying that guy a second thought. I don't dwell on that. I can only think about one thing at a time. Why Why would I waste it on that? But it's so sad because we've been given this and Jesus said, My peace give I unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. You can have peace in the midst of the storm, and if you learn to steward over this, understanding you're made in the image of God, you can come to the conclusion of perfect peace.